0: listeners, it is I, Golden J, along with Chico Noise and Double S. That's right, Still Skyler.
1: I like it. Still (laughs) Skyler.
0: I've been thinking about that for a while now. We'll just call you Double S. There you go. Still (laughs) Skyler. It's Still Skyler. Well, welcome back, boys. It's been a couple weeks since we uh, recorded our last podcast, and I'm sure there's been some exciting things going on. You yeah. want to break it down? What, what do you guys got going on that's just been exciting?
2: Exciting. Yeah. I've been sick for two weeks, so I have literally done nothing. You're always sick. Yeah, uh, well, last time I recorded, Golden Jay might have passed that head cold over. and Oh, yeah. What? Man, it's, been, it's been a doozy. What? I got it, too.
1: The Monday after to the Wednesday, and I had to go to Pennsylvania and that Monday night was not good, and then Tuesday I was better, but got over about Wednesday afternoon, I was feeling a little bit better.
2: At least you only had it two, I'm, I'm working on two weeks, just stuffy head, and dang.
0: It's funny, if you listen back to episode two, and you can tell in my voice that I was definitely not feeling 100%, because it sounds really grovelly, and nasally, and but I, I I do apologize. You know, I didn't mean to pass that on. I tried everything I could to to not give it to you.
2: Oh, I mean, we still got the hand sanitizer and disinfectant spray on the on the desk.
0: <laughs> it's, and it's still here.
2: The yeah. out the outtakes for episode three were pretty funny. It was
1: like every other two seconds, you're like turning and coughing. Oh, yep.
0: <laughs> like, for episode two. Yeah. Two.
1: Yeah. It just sneaks up on me. <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty bad, but. Lots of coughing, and I good. blame Alicia. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I I think, think so. Nice. I think so. When we recorded with the Murder Nerds on that Friday night, she was coughing all over the place. I think that was, yeah. There you go, Alicia. It's all your fault.
2: <laughs> <laughs> something in that breathing air, I think. Just,
0: I'm telling you, there is something in that block that you guys live on. Yeah, it's it must be because kids. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was in the house with all all those kids the other night. That is like mass chaos. Yes, it is. Holy cow. They're all great. Don't get me wrong, but... (laughs) Is it as bad as
1: the uh, Skiles household used to be? (laughs) The chaos?
0: Oh, my God. The Skiles Skiles household was mass chaos. This comes really, really close. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyways, we're happy to be back here on Golden Image Podcast uh, talking to you, our listeners. And I hope you've enjoyed what we put out so far. You know, we got our episode zero, which was our introduction, and then two episodes are, are out. This is episode three. Today we're going to be talking about...
2: Uh, I'm going to talk about the Newfields Art Museum and very specifically the Loom, which is their digital art.
0: Right on. And I will be talking about Wallbash Music today. So, nice. are we ready to get started?
2: Yeah, I think so. All
0: right, take it away there, double S.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In mid-December, we decided to take my grandmother down to the Newfields Art Museum because for her Christmas present, they're doing the Van Gogh digital art exhibit, which is super cool. We'll get into it here in a minute. um, General admission into Newfields is $18.00. And then ten for members, and then to get into the loom specifically, it is twenty five dollars, and then seventeen for members. All
0: right, let me wrap my head around this. Where is this at?
2: It is located on the corner of Thirty Eighth and Michigan in Indianapolis.
0: What is it close to? Because like everything for me, in Indianapolis is relevant to something else. You know what I am saying?
2: It's in its it's in a, its own um, park. It's kind of on the, when we go down south, it would be on the west, northwest side.
0: Northwest side?
2: I believe it's on the northwest side.
1: Yeah, I'd have to look at the map. It's either northwest or northeast because I've been there a couple times. It's just...
0: So it's up up by Carmel in in that area? Yeah. Okay. Because, like, if you go to the zoo, it's kind of, you know, down... Around maybe the, what, the southeast side or somewhere around around in there.
2: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Because it's over by the airport.
0: There's so many things I've been to Indianapolis. That's how I try to keep it all straight is what to what is where. So
2: Yeah, if you're going down because we come from the north side of Indiana, so if you're going down thirty one, you take Meridian in, which is what leads you straight downtown. Right, right. And then you hang a left at it wasn't Michigan. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was probably
0: a number street because I think number number streets go east and west. That
2: might be right. But, it, I, I mean, mean it's, it's a 38th
0: street. 38th street. 39th. So, it is actually down there because on the north side, those are all your hundreds to 70-something, I think. I do believe Birdies was on, like, 70, 72nd Street, and I know that was up, up on the north side. So...
1: Yeah, it's north of downtown. It's on the north northwest side.
0: Yeah. Like you gotcha. Yep.
2: North, just I, north I, of the I, Speedway. I was pretty sure I was right on the northwest. But yeah. It's a cool little park, first off. I mean, you you get there, and the museum is huge. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's got that artsy building. They've got, like, the big chimes on the outside. and You walk in, you check in. Masks are optional as of what is today march 20th yeah so we went specifically to go to the digital um art exhibit for van gogh now keep in mind that this is a national exhibit they they're hosting them all over the country each one is unique the loom is on the fourth floor so you can walk up all these flight stairs You drug your
0: grandmother up four flights of stairs. (sighs)
2: Some of us were moving a little slower than others. (laughs) And you walk in, and you're in this giant room. You know, you don't think too much of it, and then the projectors turn on. All of Van Gogh's art gets projected on the walls. And then they change from his art into, like, a train scene where you're riding a train and it's just going through the fields of Venice or wherever he was at that point in his life and it it continually changes while you're standing in this room to kind of run you through his life and his specific periods and it's digital art exhibits are super super cool because most of the time they're interactive so you can like go up to the walls and touch them and stuff will do different things
0: wait Wait, what?
2: Yeah, so the one I'm specifically thinking of was in Japan when we went in August of 19, I believe. Yes. We went to this digital art museum where you could walk up to the walls and you could put your hand on it. And like the water would ripple and um, kanji would fall. And then you could touch the kanji, and it would do like send dragons out from it, or koi fish, or
0: how now? How is that possible?
2: It's the way that um, the projectors cast and pick up your shadow on the wall. No
0: kidding! Yeah,
2: super super cool.
0: That would be something I'd like to play with.
2: It was the one in Japan was was super interactive. It was definitely a very very cool experience.
0: You spent a lot of time playing with the walls, didn't you? I sure did.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one wasn't quite to that extent, though. It was more just the... More visual than interactive. But it was probably an hour and a half worth of video. Okay. So, you know, we sat there and pretty much watched the whole thing. I shouldn't say sat there because you walk in and it's a big square room. And then off to the, I'm going to say the north side of the wall, they have, like, a little entrance into a circle room that you're literally, like, sitting on the train. And it's it's giving quotes and stuff from Mango that just constant. And you walk back out, and on the south side of the square, it kind of, there's a big wall that you walk around. And all these walls are pretty much playing the same thing. And then there's a hallway on the... It'd be the west side of the wall that you walk down and it's like you're in the training gym. and then it opens up into another big square room where it's just, it's plain as art. and it, it It's a really unique experience if you get to go and, and check it out before the end date of May 29th. I highly, highly recommend it.
0: And how much do you say it was to get into that again? 25
2: I believe it is 25 to get into the loom right now. now I don't know if you had to pay the general admission to get into or if that's included with that Gotcha. we pre-bought our tickets a few months in advance so.
0: right yeah because like you said this was a Christmas present for your grandma because your grandma is an art teacher yeah and really into all that so give me a little bit give, give me a little bit of run through what it was like being in there with her.
2: Uh, it was uh, it was actually a lot of fun, you know. Like I said, me and Jess had been to one of these before, so we kind of had an idea of what to expect. We walked in, and I kind of went straight to the center of the room and just kind of was circling around. And uh, Grandma just went straight into that little circle room on the south wall and stood there for like thirty minutes, just reading the quotes. I don't even think she realized that there was a stuff going on outside of
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was happy being just right there.
2: She was. And I mean, her eyes lit up. She was having a great time. And then as we continued through the exhibit, I mean, she'd stop and just watch. And it was, it was really, really cool experience for me to be able to see the art teacher in her.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then, you know, just her being an art nerd. As a person, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you as you keep going through the exhibit, they they transition from that digital section into a more um, gallery. Yeah, thank you, gallery. So you go in and they had like a an old Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty Connect set up to so where you could stand on this pad and raise your hand and zoom in on his art. So you could see like the brush strokes of the oil and that was that was really cool too. We played with that for 10 15 minutes. And then a little farther in they had like a take a picture so we can paint you like a Van Gogh painting. So we did that with her. And
0: right cuz I think you guys posted it out or yes or at least sent sent a picture to me of those three the three you in that kind of that pixelated yeah style
2: i have i have a couple of pictures i'll have um golden J post on the facebook page so you right you can kind of get an idea of yeah what i've it i've like. slacked on
0: posting pictures on yes, our sure. stuff <laughs> I need to go back and do that
2: but it it was it's a short exhibit um you spend most of your time in the digital the digital section of it which is just it's incredible the floors are projected the walls so
0: now do you get do you have any vertigo while you're in there? I mean, does it get to be a little bit much?
2: I don't personally think so, but it is there's it's a lot of sensory sensory stuff going on while you're walking through it. You know, the music's loud. The lights are constantly constantly flashing. Those are some very very high-end projectors.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, we're talking about a very big room. Now, you said you walked in before they started projecting, right? Yeah. We it... got
2: there right as it was starting.
0: Now, is that just white walls? Does that I mean is that what they're doing is just straight white walls?
2: Yes, I believe they are straight white walls.
0: I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. I figured they probably were, especially projectors. But...
2: It's they keep it really dark. I'm not sure if the when the projectors light up if they go more of that whitish to keep it visible. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, they keep it very, very, very dark in there when those projectors aren't on.
0: Be a good place to make out, is what you're saying? Probably. That'd be awesome. Be like making out on a train. Did you even think about that while you were in there? Uh, You no. just grab your honey and be like, yo, baby, let's go take a ride on a train.
2: Uh, my grandmother was there, so I can't <laughs> say. I she was
0: busy know. in the Oval Room. <laughs> <laughs>
2: 150 projectors, 30,000 square feet.
0: Holy cow! Thirty thousand square feet.
2: Thirty thousand square feet.
0: I want you to take that in perspective. My my warehouse that I work out of is ten thousand.
2: Wow, yeah,
0: that is a big room.
2: It's a very very big room.
0: I want a room like that just for all my toys.
2: I'd love to have just one of those projectors. That has to be like a fifteen thousand dollar projector, man. Right. I mean, super high quality. Not like the. The cheapos we buy at Costco. or
0: Did you buy one from Costco? (laughs) No, (laughs) I
2: I haven't personally.
1: (laughs) So I've been to Newfields a couple times. Um, We went when Sarah and I first started dating. That was one of the first places we went together to see Funky Bones, which when you pull up to the actual museum, there's another like cul-de-sac kind of thing down, almost like a turnaround, and it's got a little playground. If you park there and you walk out into the woods – there's a river, the White River, I think, runs down through there. Yeah. And then Funky Bones, which was what was that? The Fault in Our Stars that they had a scene from that movie that was filmed there. But yeah, it's a huge statue on the ground. It's just a skeleton and it's it's just something for kids to play on, but it's really cool to see.
2: We didn't make it into the actual park area while we were there because it was it was uh, a little cold. December. Dude. It was pretty yeah. pretty chilly right before that the peak Cold front hit Indiana,
0: but Fault in the Stars was actually filmed in Indiana.
1: Just a scene. I don't think the whole movie was. There was that scene at Funky Bones, and I don't know necessarily was know it why. based
0: on in. Was it based supposedly based in Indiana? I'm not sure. It's
1: I've only seen tricky. the movie like I would, one time. I'd say I've only seen it once too.
0: <laughs> so we got into a long discussion about that the other day about Comic Con in our last episode, and I met Emma Caulfield. But James Masters was also in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and a couple of years ago, I mean, probably seventeen or eighteen, two thousand seventeen or eighteen, he actually filmed a movie in Winona Lake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Never saw him. I, I've been, you know, I was all over Warsaw. I didn't never saw him. I mean, he wasn't at the Meyer or anything. <laughs> you know, didn't hang out at Oak and Alley or the Applebee's, but. <laughs> But I just think that's pretty cool that for, for things like that. that yeah. You know, they do filming. Indiana's not really a filming state. I think our our um, fee is too high. I think uh, states like Michigan and and some of those actually have a lower... They do breaks for those people that want to film in them. And Indiana, I guess, is a little higher. So they don't film Betcha. much in Indiana. That well, was my understanding.
2: Uh, my favorite one is Anna Kendrick did a movie based out of um
0: Goshen. 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 Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say Gary and then I changed it in the middle of my <laughs> G. I actually own that movie.
1: Is that a horror film? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I thought. Yeah.
2: It's it's just an okay movie. I mean it's it's definitely a a B yeah. you know, cheap, but
0: one of my favorite I know we're way off topic from, from the museum, but one of my favorites is uh I am number four with my boy Timothy Olfant, where he gets kidnapped by the bad guys and they send the their hero the message that says meet me at blah 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 address in Winona Lake, Indiana. Yeah. I'm like, Oh shit. Nope, not a real address. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. All right. Yeah. So Newfield Newfield
2: sits in the park and then they I so believe is there Is that is
0: that the White River Park then or I no, I don't
2: I okay. think I believe it is Newfield's park. Okay. Does yeah. that sound right? I think so. Like I said, we didn't spend a lot of time in the in the park. It, everything was still pretty much closed at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. You tend to go to these places in the middle of the winter.
2: Right.
1: When everything's closed. <laughs> Well, they do in the middle of winter have a huge light show that they do, and it starts later in the evening. but it's a big walk through. They have tons of Christmas lights and a lot of it's set to music and out there's a huge mansion out there, and the front lawn they have, and they play a song, and all the big bushes they have out there are lit up, and they go to the beat of the music, which is really cool yeah
2: it had we not gone on like a Sunday. We probably would have stayed a little bit longer to actually watch the light show, but.
0: Yeah, you guys kind of hit midday on Sunday, didn't you?
2: Yeah, we went. We got there right at open because we had other things we needed to do in Indy, for Grandma specifically. So we didn't. Yes. We didn't stay at the museum the whole day. We did the loom. We walked through the actual art exhibits of the museum, and then we we booked it out of there. So we were probably there about four hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really book it out of there. We were there for four hours. Well,
2: keep, keep in mind that those four hours consist of, of grandma standing in one spot for 45 minutes.
0: Just taking everything in. Just
2: taking everything in. And I'm not complaining. No. Because it, it was fun to just sit there on the floor and just kind of watch her yeah. um, just soaking in.
0: Now, were you uh, not the only one sitting on the floor where there's like a lot of people who just would sit down in the middle and just watch?
2: Yeah. Or they'd, they'd you know, with it being such a big room, you could actually go and sit up against the wall and be out of people's way. But right. There were people sitting in the middle of the floor.
0: I think that would be the best place to do that, wouldn't it?
2: I I would say it probably is.
0: Yeah. You want to take it all in. You want to be able to just kind of spin around 360, that bad boy, and just kind of look what's, what's going on. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to take all that in, though.
2: It, it man, it's it's so cool and it flies by so fast, I don't I don't think you realize that you don't miss that much. Right. Because, you know, it may be a big room, but it flows extremely well. And even where it cuts on one projector, it picks up like right at the beginning of where that scene flows. And yeah, they've all, got it's it. all real seamless.
0: They've, yeah, they gotta they've got a down pat to how yeah. to set it up.
2: I would love to see the uh, amount of time it takes to go in to program one of those shows though. Oh, can't imagine.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, just think of like what it takes to do a cartoon or an animated series. Right. Anything but South Park because they just had it all set <laughs> yeah. up, you know. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of those were years and years in the making. So I would imagine it's so. Uh, there's a lot of time involved in, especially making that seamless like that. And what goes to what projector? And wow.
2: When we did get in, though, the, the projector in the front corner was malfunctioning. Uh-oh. So it did have the big print on the floor that said, like, turn on this projector or whatever.
0: <laughs> this projector is not on. So you went and asked for, you know, a quarter of your refund back if one of the projectors is down, right? Oh, no. It, it wasn't for us. It would be all right. Press
2: power button twice to start projecting.
0: <laughs> That's funny stuff. All right, anything else to add on that? Uh no, I don't think so. Right on. Well, it sounds like you guys had a really good time down there. Yeah, um it does
2: end May 29th. So, if any of you guys are big Van Gogh fans, I I highly recommend going to check it out if you haven't.
0: And what's the address again?
2: It is on the corner of 38th and Michigan in Indianapolis 46208. That's what the website had for its address.
0: Right. Four six two zero eight.
2: Four six two zero eight.
0: This way, this thing with zip codes. I don't know.
1: <laughs> and while you're there, go check out Funky Bones. And if you're in there during December, go check out the lights because it's a really cool experience.
2: Uh, apparently, during the summer, they have a giant beer garden and stuff too. So
1: nice.
0: Damn, a beer garden. That's what. That's what the website oh, says. I like beer. <laughs> I like gardens. Put them together. <laughs> Uh, You know, maybe we'll touch on this later at some point, but we talk about gardens and stuff like that. Indianapolis Zoo, I don't think many people know about it. I don't think anybody ever goes, but by the time you walk to the zoo, you're exhausted. But if you go through the butterfly exhibit, they have that stone garden that's out back that has all the fountains and stuff, and I think it's amazing. Yeah. That's just a little add-on there for Indianapolis people. That's another thing you got to do in the in the summer because I bet it's I bet they don't open that up in the winter time. Bet it's closed up. Yeah, I don't know what's open down there at the zoo in the middle of winter. Probably nothing. I wouldn't imagine yeah. anything. So yeah, scratch that. You're not going in the winter anyway. All right. Good job, man. Oh, nice. Thanks. I'm I'm glad you guys had a good time, and I'm glad your grandma had a good time.
2: Yeah, that one's definitely more of a personal than an inform and then an informational or how want right. you say it. You know, it's something you, I think you really just got to go and experience to really soak it in.
0: Cool. Right on. Good job. Now let's, uh, let's move on to something, uh, that I went and checked out. But first, Gunner has an announcement to make. I do. Yes, you do.
1: Yeah. My buddy Colton and I started our, uh, podcast, The Call Guys, um, first episode be up on the twenty first. Well it's up.
0: It's it's up now. <laughs> it's you up. might have published yeah, it by sorry. accident. Yeah, I but accidentally published it. It's but, okay. Uh, you gotta publish that first episode in order to get it to And by to the s-
1: time by the time this airs it'll be oh, probably yeah. two two yep. episodes in so or three maybe even. So Yeah maybe. Go check us out on Facebook uh Facebook dot com slash the call guys pod.
0: There you go. Yeah. Nice. Got to get a little add on in there. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, um this has been a couple of weeks ago that I uh, I took a little road trip on a Saturday. Your mom had to work and I was like, what am I going to do? All my editing and stuff was done for the week. <laughs> Which, you know, that uh, that is pretty time consuming, but so I jumped in the car and I headed down to uh the grand city of Wabash. Now, why would you go to Wabash? Well, you know, my buddies Bob and Todd, and you guys know Bob and Todd. Mhm. They said that there's this music store that you got to go check out down there. Because they were doing a ton of uh, swapping and, and stuff like that down there. So I thought, why not? That'd be good for the podcast, right? So I headed down there. Now, for me, it's about, what, 45, 50-minute drive. Which is nothing. I mean, you know, throw on a podcast and head on down that way and just chill. Just enjoy the... I think it was a beautiful day that day, if I do remember correctly. Windows down. Just tooling along. So anyways, I get down there. It's on the south side of Wabash. Uh, I do have the address. It is uh, 124 Hale Drive. That is in uh, Wabash, Indiana. I didn't get a zip code. That's right. (laughs) But it's uh, a little, it's a little, um, I don't want to say mom and pop. It's more like a little pop store, you know. It's not, not big. It's not a big store. But I went in and I might have went in. With super high expectations, (laughs) which as as double S over there will tell you,
2: don't do it. Go in with low expectations because you walk out, you feel way better.
0: Yeah, you do. You feel way better. So I walked in, and it it was just a cluttered mess. Now I've read the reviews online because I, you know, I went, but I also wanted to. To study it a little bit. So I I went out and they do have a Facebook page. The Facebook page used to be they used to call the place the noisemaker, which I thought was kind of funny because, you know, last episode we talked about you you being a little noisemaker. So I checked it, I checked all this stuff out. And, you know, I looked at the reviews, and a lot of the reviews were kind of the same mindset that I was at. So I, I walked in and you basically have a path to walk through. He has got a ton of stuff in this little area and everything is all stacked up. And you honestly, you don't know what's for sale and what's not for sale. And I'll, I'll touch on that in a minute. But so I, I walked around and I'm looking and I'm looking, you know, because I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking for more podcast stuff, maybe another headphone amp or, you know, another condenser mic, you know, just whatever. And I heard this guy's got great prices. So, you know, I went with a little bit of cash in my pocket, prepared to, prepared to uh, spend some money while I was there. So I walk in, and I'm kind of going through there, and he's giving a guitar lesson in the back. I mean, he's sitting in the doorway so he can see out the, out into the shop, but he's giving a guitar lesson. And I'm just kind of wandering through, you know, just kind of minding my own business. You know, I'm, I'm all about guitar lessons. I know or what it's like to give them? I've given them for years. You want to focus on your student, so I thought this was a little odd that he's given guitar lessons in the middle of the day when his shop is open. But you know, he poked he's poked his head out and he said hello, and you know, he said if you, if I need anything, just give him a shout. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just kind of browsing. So I I wandered around, and he's got guitars hanging on the wall, and he's got a lot. There's quite a few guitars hanging up there. He had. Uh, Colt or Court was the one of the bigger, bigger amount of guitars that are there. He had a bunch of acoustics. He had more acoustics than he had electric. Um, But he did have one uh, Dimebag Daryl Flying V hanging up there, which was about the only thing that really caught my eye. Everything else was Stratocaster or, you know, basically just your donut style acoustic. So I'm wandering around and some other people come in. And that once again, you know, we're talking about an aisle, you know, so I've got to figure out a place to get out of their way as they're coming in. As I'm just, like I said, I'm just browsing. I'm not in a big rush. I'm trying to take it all in. And he asked about a repair that they had brought in. And this is what took me aback is that he come out, left his guitar lesson, and he grabbed the guitar it was just leaning up against an amplifier, <laughs> amplifier sitting out in the store, and I was like, "I don't wait. You just leave a repair sitting out here." It just didn't seem logical to me, you know. It, it, honestly, if I took a guitar in to get repaired, I just don't want it to set there in the middle of the store, you know. Especially if somebody could kick it or steal it or whatever. But so. Of course, you know, he's they, he's had it for a few days, and, and he hasn't got a chance to to work on it yet. So we told him to come back. This was Saturday. He told him to come back on Tuesday, and he'd have it ready for him. And, you know, they were, they were super kind. They leave, and he comes around, and he stops. And we start talking a little bit. And we just... The thing was for me is I, you know, I was there to meet him and to see the store. But, you know, I, I got a name drop on there, you know. So... <sighs> Of course, I'm talking to him, and the dude is a super nice guy. I really like this guy. He's he was very intelligent and very not you know knowledgeable and and super nice. We talked for a little bit, and I dropped old Todd's name, and he's like, I don't think I know him, <laughs> but I had dropped my buddy Albert's name, and uh, yeah, he went to he went to high school with, with with my friend Albert, so we talked about that for a little bit. And then I just looked at him and said, hey, listen, why don't you come back to your guitar lesson? If I need anything, I'll holler. And so I just kind of wandered around the store a little bit more. And, and I really, I mean, I really focused on what I was looking at. I wanted to know what he had and if there was anything I was interested in. But it, it was so cluttered that I really couldn't see anything that really jumped out at me. None of the guitars had prices on them, so I didn't know, I mean... They had a a really nice, uh, I think he had a Gibson acoustic that I was kind of looking at, you know, kind of the old school. It it wasn't a hummingbird on the pick guard. It was uh, just like a regular bird or something like that. Now, my buddy Brad has his mom's, um, it's a hummingbird pick guard on a, I can't think of the name of the damn guitar now. But it's a 12 string and is the, the, the smoothest 12 string guitar that I've ever played in my life. And I love this guitar and we fight over who who gets it in her will, <laughs> even though I don't stand a chance. That's not the point, but I'm still going to argue about it. But it's it's a great it's a Lyle. The name of the guitar is a Lyle. So it's yeah. a, it's, it's based off of the Gibson Hummingbird. I did find one in Westville. St. Loud by St. Louis when we were there at that little guitar shop there, but it was only a six string and he didn't, he was really, really pricey. So I didn't even ask, but yeah, I keep telling your mom that I want a 12 string Lyle with the, with the hummingbird pickup on it. Cause those things are just amazing. I'm freaking, oh But anyways, so there you go. I mean, the reviews gave him a lot of five star reviews because he really is. a he really is a nice guy. And, and I truly believe that if you have something that needs to be repaired, he is probably the guy to go to. I think he's very knowledgeable about getting stuff fixed and getting it fixed properly. So I think if you live closer to Wallbass than than I do, that would definitely be the place that I would take it to get it to get it fixed. But but I would also speculate to tell him that make sure you put that out of the way and not just in the middle of the store. But I also, while I was uh, searching at Facebook, he also does a lot of rentals for the schools and stuff down there. So if you're looking for a rental and once again, you're in that area, that's definitely a place I would send you to go to because.
2: That's not just rentals on guitars. That's rentals on. That's rentals on all school
0: instruments. Yeah. Yeah, You're talking your trumpets, your trombones, all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, there, I mean, there you go. I mean, I, I I really don't want to give. A bad review, I just want to tell you what I experienced while I was there. I really have no problems with any of it per se. I mean, I just don't want somebody to make an hour-long trip to go down there and be like, well, what is this? I want you to know what you're getting into if you, if you do go. Like I said, the owner is super nice, and he's the work that he did with Z-Bob and, and Todd on some of their repairs and swaps and stuff like that, they have all kinds of good things to say, and that was what the the reviewers said: that he was great to work with, and, and you know they had no issues that way. I just think as a just as a random patron, if you're looking for something specific, I don't know that that's the place to go.
2: Well, and I mean you know you keep in mind that you've been spoiled over the years because you know we had Wagner's in Plymouth for a long oh. time, or um, even the Midwest Musicians Co-op of an Elkhart. Is a super clean, super friendly environment. Uh, Mountain Music when they were open in Warsaw, how long? I don't even know how long that's been closed. They've but. been
0: they've been closed for a while. Um, the The thing with Mountain Music was is that you know they they had that clutter too. They had right. stuff stacked up, and they gave tons of guitar lessons. But there was more than one of them working the front desk. So, like if Royal was giving guitar lessons, then um, Jerry was up front doing what he needed to do. You know, it kind of went. It was a smooth right. transition. That was... I spent a lot of money in that place over the years. <laughs> and I really miss it that it's gone, and I miss the whole scenario in which it's gone, you know. But, yeah, you're right. You know, I, I, I expected to walk into a music store and, and, you know, all your all your guitar strings and straps and picks are here and your guitars and are here and your drum stuff are here and your, you know, your keyboard stuff is here. And you, if you're looking for something in one of those genres then you can go right to it and kind of, kind of browse through it. But, and, and then of course, you know, you're super, super spoiled with Sweetwater.
2: Well, yeah, that's just, that place is a
0: musician. We're going to do, we're going to do an episode just on Sweetwater. I'll, yeah.
2: You
1: talk an hour just about the that's slide. A... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been there a hundred times, but I'd still have to take notes so I wouldn't forget something because there's so much stuff going on in oh, there. Yeah. And of course, you both have been there since they remodeled, right? Nope, no. Well,
2: I, have I have not been since they remodeled.
0: Really? Yep. Oh, that's a road trip.
2: I'm still trying to pay off my Sweetwater card before <laughs> I go back.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to talk your mom into a new guitar. Hmm. Yeah. I already I'm,
2: have. I already have my next one picked out. So.
0: Right on. So yeah. Uh, like I said, if if you're a local to Wabash and you need something, I definitely would send you there. I think he's a good dude, and he would take really really good care of you. I know he's taking really good care of some friends of mine. So, but if you're looking for something specific, I don't know that that's the that's the well, maybe he could find it for you. Maybe he has it in there. Like I said, he was a he was busy giving guitar lessons, and I didn't want it. I really didn't want to interrupt that. I wanted him to to work with that because that is a paying customer who's sitting there paying for his time. So. And I'm sure he's he's figured out a way to make that up to him. But so there you go. That's my uh, that's my trip to wallbash Music.
1: Sounds like a cool place, even though it's small.
2: Just... Yeah, and I mean, you know, like I said, it it's hard to walk into these smaller music stores when you've been so spoiled by your Sweet Waters or, you know, Wagner's in Plymouth was it wasn't necessarily super organized while you were there, but. I mean they knew that right where to send you if you were looking for whatever while you were there.
0: Well, Bill was Bill this guy down there Terry remind me of Bill. I mean, you know, super nice, very knowledgeable and and that's what Bill was. Bill was an amazing he was an amazing dude who could tell you stories for per hours and I remember just after you were born I had uh, like a Friday or something off and me and me and Craig headed out and we took you just, just a baby. I mean, literally just a baby. You, you probably had to have been less than six months old, and we went to we went to Wagner's, and we went in and we're looking around, and Bill was in there, and he came over and talked to you a little bit, and we got to ask him about. this. we were like, hey, Bill, what is this? And it was it was an instrument called the stick, and if you ever get a chance, listeners, to go to YouTube, type in Bill Wagner the stick. And just go watch him play this thing. It's 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 just a, I don't know, it was probably about, you know, maybe five foot tall. And one side had bass strings and one had, one side had, you know, uh, regular guitar strings on it. But you pl- he would play it with one hand, he'd play the bass run. And with the other hand, he would play the lead. And the Nice. And literally, he's like, well, here, let me show you. And we literally stood there for probably an hour and watched him play. My arms were numb from holding you, but I didn't care. I just was like, uh, and, and just keep going, dude. Just keep playing. Because he was so good at it. So if you ever get a chance, YouTube, Bill Wagner in the stick. And, and it, yeah, it is just amazing to watch. He was so good. And I'm honored and privileged that I actually got to see him play it in person. That He took the time to, to come out and play it for us. But... Yeah, Bill is super missed in this music world, and especially the Plymouth area where where Wagner's was at. I mean, I, people still talk about him today.
2: I hate driving by that building now because I think it's a it's a day spa. And it's like, man, that that was such a cool place to just yeah. walk into and, and browse. Yeah, just browse. And I'm sure I'm sure Wallbash is the same way. You know, yeah. he's, he's got all that stuff. You know, if you're willing to dig, I'm sure you can find something that's.
0: Yeah, and you know me when I go into places like that, I'm a little shy about, it, right. you know. I don't like really, I don't rifle through a bunch of stuff because, you know, it just doesn't doesn't feel right to me, but I'm sure you start digging you find something that is really freaking awesome that you got to have. But...
1: Yeah, I remember when you used to drive by, you knew it was Wagner's. Now if you drive by there, there's so much stuff around it now. It's hard to even pick out which building yeah. it was. So.
0: Yep, so so true. That would have been a really good place to put in the old Golden Mojo Entertainment Complex. I don't know, man.
2: You're right. You're right there on Old Thirty coming into town.
0: The other problem was there was no parking. Yeah, parking was real true. sketchy. So, all right. So there's my uh, there's my wall bash review. Like I said, I, I I don't want to give a negative review because I think it was I think there's a lot of positives to it, but I don't know that driving an hour to get there just to browse was something that you want to do.
2: Well, and I mean, you know, we're, we're from the Warsaw area and music stores are, I wouldn't say they're a dime a dozen, but you know, we've, we've got the co-op up in Elkhart, which is a huge building with everything is, uh, price marked and not super expensive. And it's got an art museum off on the side of it. Um,
0: have you been to the co-op there, Chico? I have not. I haven't either. I don't know why I haven't been there. I've heard you guys talk about it before.
2: Yeah, I mean it's just it's a it's a cool little music store. I mean I think we'll probably maybe we'll just make a weekend trip up and run up on a Saturday and then do an episode on it. Sounds good. Let's yeah. do that. There's another one up in Mishawaka, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. That's just it's a it's a little hole in the wall, but I've always heard really good things.
0: And see, here's the thing is I would rather go to one of those or a pawn shop. Because you know, I don't know—is Red's pawn shop still up there in Mishawaka? Anybody know? Hit me up, Image Radio at yahoo dot com. We used to go there a lot. I don't even remember where it was at exactly, but they always had a lot of guitars and stuff like that in there.
2: It's right—it was right there on Edison Lakes, wasn't it? I—I I don't remember. I think you we know. were up there a little while ago, and you are like, "Oh, Red's used to be right here." Did it? Did I? Okay. I don't have... think it's Red's anymore, <laughs> but
0: but I do not ever care if I go back to Guitar Center ever again. I just, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't enjoy Guitar Center. You know, maybe once again, because I'm spoiled by Sweetwater. And I know Sweetwater is big, but it's not like they're a chain. You know, it's pretty much Sweetwater, here you go. This is your facility here. Yeah, everything's done right out of Fort Wayne. Yeah, you don't have like 30,000 Guitar Centers, you know, everywhere.
1: I've always thought Guitar Center was cluttered. You like walk in and there's things just stacked everywhere, and you really only have lanes. To maybe walk that's through.
0: maybe that's it. Because the last time I was up there to get a gift certificate for Christmas, we walked back. You know, once again, you're right. You know, you have the lanes. You go back to the where the DJ stand is and the DJ stuff in in the back, or the guitar stuff is off to the to the left when you walk in. But you go straight back and go into the drum, that little drum room back here. And I went back there, and the, the sales rep is sitting on a, on a set of drums playing away. And they had a bunch of chairs right, and me and your mom couldn't walk through there. We just turned around and walked back out. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Here, here's my gift certificate. I want to get this, and then I, I'm going go on. Because you can't even maneuver around to look around and stuff because it's just shit in a way. The
2: only reason I will go into a guitar center is for strings, picks, or if like I need a strap. Something I can just walk in, grab, and check just walk out. back out. Right. I won't sit down and play anything or just get out of there.
0: I don't know. It's sad because you know I was there opening opening day for that guitar center. I was so excited that it was coming into town. Got the t shirt. Seriously, I got the t shirt. You know. And now I don't care whether I ever go back there again just because it's just no fun.
1: Yeah, it's kind of been on a downward spiral, hasn't yeah. it, for a couple of years? Well, and
0: you guys know they closed the one in Port Wayne.
1: The one the right off of uh, Right on Coliseum.
0: Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, it is gone, gone. I don't know if they moved it someplace else, but it is no longer in that spot.
2: I wonder what they did with the big pictures that were out front. I would oh. have liked to have had the— Okay, yeah, there's
0: some cool <laughs> shit that they do. Uh, the last time I was in that one, I sat in. they had a—, a one of the sales guys, because it was late and it was almost closing time, and he was back there playing with the DJ gear, with the uh, Pioneer turntables and the computer. And man, I totally got into just watching him just play that stuff. He's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. Is there something I can help you with?" I said, "No, you just keep doing what you're doing, buddy. I want to watch. How do you do this?" "Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. So, how did you import that?" "Oh, I see. Okay, that's. Oh. <laughs> but that was the that was the best experience I had with. Guitar Center was just hanging out with that dude while he played on the turntables.
1: I bought my electric kit at the one in Mishawaka. Did you? Yeah, remember we went up there and stuffed it in the car.
0: Did we have to break the boxes down to get it in the car? No, it fit. That was sweet. I got my JBL speakers at Sweetwater and it just barely fit in my car. (laughs) All right. Good job, guys. Yeah, good job to you. This is our report for this for this uh this podcast. Um we're so happy you actually tuned in, checked it out. Hope you enjoyed. Give us uh give us a shout and let you let us know what you think. Imageradio at yahoo.com or you can go to our Facebook page, which is uh Facebook.golden image podcast. I had to think about this a second. Holy cow. Or you know rate and review us on Spotify,
2: yeah, helps out a lot guys we we could really use some feedback, and yeah,
0: definitely need some feedback.
2: Let us know if you like what we're doing or yeah give us suggestions on things that we should do,
0: yes, definitely, definitely, we have things in our mind, but it's always good to have to have more, so and as we get into the summer, maybe we'll be venturing out a little bit more too,
2: yeah, well, uh, as soon as I get over these colds and you know. We going to go play some play some putt-putts. We got to go putt button.
0: We did drive by Zeo Island yesterday yeah. and yeah, we were definitely scoping that out going. We're going back. Well, I thank you everybody for for tuning in and uh don't forget to check out our our partners in crime and I mean that in crime, the murder nerds. Find those at uh facebook.com the murder is it the murder nerds or just murderers? I think it's just Murd- just yeah. murderers. Yep. And they, uh, they're a true crime podcast that it, it puts out every Friday. So check them out, tell them you heard it on golden image podcast.
2: Yeah. Guys, it's all, uh, Indiana cases too. So yep.
0: and, keep it local and the call guys. Don't forget to, to check into the call guys.
1: Yep. Listen to us talk about whatever we talk about.
0: March 21st is the, uh, premiere episode. So I'm excited to hear. I haven't even heard it yet. I'm excited to hear it.
1: It was fun to listen back to.
0: So. I'm, I'm I'm going to be checking it out on my early morning drive tomorrow morning. So yeah, thanks everybody, and uh, we'll see you again in a couple weeks, where we have, I don't know, the Hard Rock Casino and the Brass Rail, the Brass Rail. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome. All right, until then, we'll catch you. Catch you then. Later. Golden Image Radio is on the air. Oh, damn
1: it.
0: Golden
2: Image. Oh, I finally got a crap.
0: Rock right on.